Welcome back, everyone, to Sex with Cat and Mark. And today we have a very special guest on the show, Dallas Rain. She's an OG. She's an industry leader. We love her. Thank you for joining us. Hi. <laughs> so I guess we'll start with the first question, which is how did this all begin? How did you get into the industry? How did you start it all? Whew. Okay, so we're talking 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. We're talking 2009 or okay. something. Um, I started off as a stripper in the clubs, as you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went around the, went along the natural course of progression uh, that many of us do. So I started at the club. Then I went freelance. I started doing private functions, uh, topless waitressing. Then I was an R-rated showgirl. Okay. <laughs> you know, that's like moisturizer, lollies, strawberries and cream, bubble bath shows. Um, then you are an X-rated stripper. That's like vibrators, dildos, squirting, fruit and veg. <laughs> <laughs> fruit and veg. Love it. <laughs> the natural progression, right? You start off stripping and up with a few steps. fruit and veg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you never somewhere. Um, as far as porn, Aussie Ass was one of the first original pornographic film porn production companies. So, um, I think they actually scouted me, uh, but I shot my first pornographic film when I was 25. So that was 2016. Um, I won best new porn actress, best Australian porn star in my first year. Oh, wow. Um, around the same time I ended one of my relationships, so I figured I'm going to fuck anyway. I may as well get paid for it. Nice. <laughs> Love that. So into escorting and porn and that was 14, 15 years ago. So. so what was that transition like as you were going through? Like when you first started, let's say stripping, did you have in mind, okay, like maybe one day I want to get into porn or escorting? Was it just like each step was like a new thing and like a new thing? How did all that develop? There is a legit hierarchy, as we call it. Hierarchy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the topless waitresses think they're better than the strippers. The strippers think they're better than the waitresses. Um, the porn porn actresses think it should be a fantasy whereas the escorts are ruining it because they're not a fantasy they're a reality you know they're attainable yeah everyone hates everyone in the industry yeah back back in that day there was the hierarchy it's not so now now everyone's doing everything okay so it was just different and did you feel that pressure as well as you were going through like did you ever feel looked down upon by like Uh, like how did you deal with that (laughs) yeah i was roasted i was annihilated i caught so much flack because i was one of the original girls to actually escort while working agency jobs i was the first girl to do porn at agency jobs i was the first girl to actually do porn and escorting while stripping and waitressing and i copped it hard uh, so you're like a trader you're like oh so you're going back to doing like stripping now but you're meant to be this role essentially that's so interesting. Yeah. Uh, no one knows any of this stuff like 10 mm. years ago, like a whole different yeah. thing. Yeah, I guess because the internet wouldn't have even been like that big back then, wouldn't it? Oh. Yeah. Or like not, like not all the As in OnlyFans wouldn't have been. Well, like, even like just the social media. I'm trying to think, yeah. what was this, 2016? Was there even much social media back then? I'm trying to think like. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, I don't know. There oh, was so interesting. content. There was like if you were a porn star, you were a legitimate Australian porn star. There was yeah. no content. 
So, yeah. it wasn't, so it wasn't like OnlyFans and things. Yeah. Not, none of this stuff. Yeah, no one owned their own <laughs> shit, right? So you've done just about everything in the industry, right? I'm curious, do you, is there something you actually enjoy more than others? Is it something you're really passionate about? Or do you equally like doing all the different things we just mentioned? If you asked me like 10 years ago, it would have been a different story, mm. obviously. Um, I really, really, really wanted to do porn and I'm glad I did. But mm. now, and this is something I never saw myself doing, but now like my favourite thing is escorting. Okay. <laughs> mm. um, I love my clients and their unique stories they have to tell, like their reasoning behind seeing me. Um, waitressing and stripping was more like a party vibe, which is great when you were younger. Mm, party. <laughs> um, but like lots of drugs and alcohol and like that pack mentality with mm. the guys. Um, I mean, content for me was very unreliable. So, you know, with my escorting clients, they've got a hefty deposit that they don't want to lose, so they're mm. definitely going to show up. Um and with escorting, I'm not working for an agency. It's private. It's behind closed doors. I can be myself. Like it's my own business. I just, you know, it's 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 the thing that I like. Yeah, okay, and it's cool. the most money. Yeah, yeah. And the money. Yes, there's yeah. a answer right there. It's all the money. Yeah. Right. I haven't done as much. Dallas, you know, they're paying to experience me in yeah. all my glory you know whether that's whatever it is on the day like that's what it is so i'm not pretending i'm not acting i'm not waitressing i'm not serving you know like i am but yeah, yeah. so you, you feel like you can be more yourself it sounds like in these roles right whereas yeah. obviously porn and everything else you have to be someone else whereas here you're yourself and that's what people are appreciating it kind of i guess it feels nice right yeah i'm biased i, I love escorting yeah. as well <laughs> yeah. it's, it's your own you don't answer to anyone yeah it's awesome so I'm curious with all of the things that you do, because um, I, well, you, yeah, doing a lot of stuff in the industry still now, how do you manage your time and like stay organized and all of that? Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Recently it has been chaos for anyone that follows my Instagram. I'm like on my story all the time saying how tired I am. Like I just can't function anymore. <laughs> like the demand for my business is growing. My tours are really busy. Um, as a guide, I tend to say that I'm available from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. So there's a 12-hour period in a day that I am available. Um, I schedule appointments probably in 30-minute intervals. So if, say, you book an hour, you book two hours or three, whatever, there's 30 minutes in between. Mm. So that lets me at maximum probably book eight or nine clients a day. Oh, wow. And I can do that, but, you know, I've just got to, yeah. (laughs) Physically, it's extremely demanding, but I just tend to go into work mode. I just flick that switch and I smash it. Um, I've limited my tours to two or three days. I used to tour for 10 days. Then it was seven. Then it was five. Then it was three. Now it's one or two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think that's I'll important. And I'll once a month as well. So. Yeah, I think that's important to try find that balance, right? Because you don't want to essentially get burnt out, right? You, you, I, I 100% get burnt out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I also struggle with like the impersonal elements of escorting sometimes like the guys that just come in they're like oh do you want me to shower here's your money like where's the bedroom i'm like mm-hmm. 
chill for five minutes, sit down, can I get your water? Like, how about we chat for like 30 seconds? I'm not a robot, you know? Um, But as a whole, just switching mentally into work mode, Um, even coming from a freelance stripping background, I'm used to booking myself consecutively every hour. So, Mm. um, yeah. So when you spoke about that impersonalness with with your clients, I'm interested to hear. So your ideal client then would be someone that you kind of got to know and sort of sat down and had more of like the, let's say like a, an emotional connection or even just like on a friendly level, right? But like some type uh, of connection with them. Is that kind yeah. of what you're looking for in an ideal client? Yeah, I'm, I'm not yeah. a robot. I don't like yeah. the mechanics. It's not a business transaction like it is, yeah. but you don't. Need, it doesn't need to feel like one. Exactly. Come into my space, be friendly, t- like be vulnerable. Tell me about yourself. Tell me about your situation. I can cater to your situation better. Like, mm. you know, I know about people's sons. I know about their wives. I know about their medical mm. issues. I know about like, you know, just mm. let me in a little bit, get to know me. Mm. Um, I've got long-term clients that, you know, know everything I've done in my career for the last 15 years. Mm. It's just I'm not there. I provide more than just laying on my back. Mm. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I appreciate that. So what do you see it as almost like a because I've spoken to people in the industry before and they describe this as well, where it's almost like a form of therapy in a way where there is more to just like the physical side of things, where there is like emotional nurturing or caring or just like an emotional release. Um, so it sounds like you very much like see yourself that way when it comes to like the service you offer as well, where it's more yeah. than just this physical pleasure that I'm like giving these guys, right? As I've always said, anyone can lay on their back. Not everyone can be a service provider. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very well put. I like that. And <laughs> you have a partner, right? You, there's, there's someone you're seeing, you have a boyfriend? Yes, I do. And how do you manage that? Because we just spoke about dealing with time when it comes to like business and getting overwhelmed and maybe you're getting burnt out. How do you juggle that? And then also have a partner. How, how does this work? Um, I mean, I only tour probably once a month. Other mm. than that, I'm home. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's and, just okay. I, I'm sure everyone listening, right, is thinking in the guy's point of view, which is how does he deal with this? Like, is he allowed to see other girls? Does he get jealous? Like, is it he knows it's just work? Like, how does that work in a relationship with sex workers that are seeing seeing people? Yeah. Oh. So that's like one of my real cringe yeah. things where someone says if I work and I escort and I'm a sex worker that my partner should be allowed to fuck other women (laughs) for fun. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) We, other than my work, my business, are in a completely monogamous relationship. There's no fucking other people for fun for me or for fun for him. Mm. Like, the the equal of me working is not him fucking other women. <laughs> yeah, that, I, that drives me a little nuts. <laughs> did you want to explain? Because I think what people have a hard time understanding is how it is work for you. Because a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of people out there listening that think, oh, but you're having sex. Like it, it must be this like fun, enjoyable thing for you. I think a lot of people struggle to see because even um, before I got into like you know sex coaching and saw a lot of the sex industry from like Kat's point of view. Even just seeing like, uh, like say content creation and it is just clearly business, right? It is like, if you actually go to one of these scenes all the time, 
you're like, oh, wow, this is a lot different than I expected. But I think a lot of people's idea in their heads is not that. So it's hard for them to imagine or a relationship where you're like working. It doesn't feel like work for a lot of people. So do you want to maybe describe for you how it, how it feels like it isn't like a sexual, like romantic, let's say, um, fun aspect that it is like work and you are able to separate yourself from that essentially. I mean, it's labor at the end of the day. It's Mm. physical labor. So whether you're a therapist, whether you are a tradie, you know, you are going to work for X amount of hours, you're seeing clients, you're providing a service and you are coming home and there's no difference to Mm. us, you know. Mm. Um, Yeah, I agree with that 100%. It is different. (laughs) It just knows that I will just switch into Dallas mode and then I'm like me mode at home. Cool. Like so different. It is a service like... If you want, we call it the real GFE, so the real girlfriend experience. Like, I'm going to fart. I'm going to burp. I'm going to walk around in my Bonds granny panties. I'm going to wear your trucky pants. I'm not going to wear makeup. And there are days where I'm like, I don't feel like sex. Like, just, you know, I'm going to swear. I'm just, there's, the, the, Dallas is nothing to do with me. <laughs> like, Dallas is a version of me, but no one will ever get that real GFE except him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah i'm the, I'm, I, I'm the same so i'm i'm very different like in my personal life as well especially with a, when i'm with a guy like when i'm with a guy that i'm seeing i'm very like cutesy and like you know yeah it's a different vibe it is it's totally different that vibe. comfort level when you get there you get there and then it's just all downhill from there but um, <laughs> so i have a booking from 8 or 9 p.m he knows i'm gonna text or message at 901 like there's yeah. no for um there's no room for, you know. And in, in the beginning of the relationship, was this hard to um, manage or deal with or was this something that he like understood from the beginning? Because I know with Kat, we've spoken about on the show before around the like, let's say advantages and disadvantages of dating someone like within the sex industry and outside the sex industry. And one of the things is like trying to find someone outside the industry is they oftentimes don't have this understanding, right? They don't understand what it's like and they find it difficult to comprehend. Was your partner one of the guys that was just like, oh yeah, fuck, it's cool. Like I understand. Or did it take some time for him to actually see what it meant by you working and like you and your personal life and private life? Um, Like it's just normal for me. Um, I don't know any different. I have Mm. always dated as a sex worker from before I even, but yeah. like 19 before, like I was dating as a stripper, then I was dating as a porn star, then I was yeah. dating as a, like, I don't know any different. So uh, I don't like, yeah, yeah there's just, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> no, no, you're right, you're right. I don't know any different. Like, yeah. no, I, I think what Mark is, is asking is like, um, uh, did like, just did it take him time to understand like your job? Was he, did he come into it? Like knowing what he yeah. was getting into I, they know well up front, like my partners always know that I work, how I function. Um, I keep the two very separate. I have two phones. I've got two emails. I've got yeah. two names. I've got two social medias. Like I've got friends and family on one and I've got like fans, followers and colleagues on another. Hmm. Um, I never cross the boundaries. Like there's no overtime. There's no overnights. Hmm. Um, physically, honestly, I, I find that it, turns them on (laughs) i always find that partners of sex workers are secretly turned on by knowing 
their partners with another man and they come home. Whenever I come home from a booking or he comes home and I've had a booking, they're down to fuck all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah some guys right. are into that. Okay. That is like yeah. a bit of a kink that some yes. guys are into. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like yeah. what? Like liking your woman be like desired. And I think it create like even if you don't have that specific kink, I think even what it does is it does create desire. Like I think in relationships, especially ones where you've been together for a long time, you are in that comfort phase and you are like used to each other being around. There's always like having that break from each other even like going on your own holidays it creates a lot of desire so even in this situation when you're at work and you go off to work for three days that's going to create a lot of desire or if he knows okay you you, you know you're with another guy it's again going to like bring him back to one of those beginning stages of dating where you're like oh i might feel like a little bit more here right now in this moment so yeah i, I could see that 100 percent. yeah that's cool. i find it like a claim like a like a territorial claim. Yeah, like, it's like you're back with me you know, now. I'm okay. with someone else. Just yeah. need to plant that seed to make it yours again and then we can go to sleep. Do you, do you find that sexy? Like does that turn you on knowing that you're coming back no. and he's like claiming you as his no. again, right? Because like I love um, – oh, what's the word? Uh, what's the word? What's the word? What's the word? Uh, like domination. Yeah, but, yeah, right. I love them being dominant, but not in a way that's, you know, your typical BDSM crap. I mean, like, that's dominance to me. Like, it's mine. I'm going to, it's like my cat when he rubs himself all over me, you know. He's yeah, sentient. it's, it's, it's more, <laughs> instead of like degrading dominance, it's more, I guess, like loving yeah. or nurturing or like caring and like really wanting through dominance, essentially, is mm. what it sounds like. Yeah. I'm into it. That's kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. So you guys are uh, trying to start a family now, I understand. Yep. So I'm 32. <laughs> I've put 14, 15 solid years into my career and it's just time for me personally to put my career on the back burner and focus on having a family. Um, it's not like an opportunity that I want to miss out on. Mm. So, um, you know, I've had some complications already. So I got diagnosed with adenomyosis. Um, so that can cause a lot of issues with fertility and be very much harder to conceive through IVF and oh, more gosh. chance of marriage and just, you know, yeah. all, all the crap anyway. So, you know, I'm 32. I've got the, these kind of issues now is a good time to like yeah. start crying. Like I don't want to miss that. Yeah. Um, so we are visiting a fertility specialist, Lynn Burmeister. She's like one of the celebrity baby making doctors. Um, but yeah, I was on um, contraception for a few years, so I've come off that. Um, and yeah, but I won't be fertile for another seven to twelve months. So okay. just a lot of practicing right. of baby making yeah. it. Age. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, okay. That's awesome. So you're doing some planning essentially now. Are you, and are you planning going and practicing? Planning, yeah. You got you to get the practice in. Like, that's such a, I, I feel like a lot of men would say that is like, listen, tonight we need to keep practicing. Yeah. Okay. This is, this is like, you might not be in the mood right now, but we need to practice. Okay. Yeah. This is, uh, <laughs> I love that. Um, and so, how you plan, have you thought about this planning on managing your career? either as you like plan to become pregnant when you are pregnant, like have you thought about that moving forward? Is that something that's gone into the planning oh, stage? Like a year now. And oh, okay. it's freaking hard. Like I think this is what 
every woman should think about before they kind of get into the industry because now I'm faced with it last minute and I'm like, oh, how do I manage, you know? Mm. So um, we have the option of maybe creating an OnlyFans while we go through. Interesting. Capitalise on that. Interesting. (laughs) And the pregnancy and the trying to get pregnant but i want it to be more of like a reality basis not so much like pornographic like both so it'll be like yeah such a good idea real time plus obviously a little bit of porn in there i guess like we have more to offer we've got a whole life that's like interesting we just like yeah okay we can suck dick and you know we have more to offer you know my day-to-day life and my relationship and work like it's all still very interesting um yeah. It's like a know. mini I, reality TV yeah, show. Yeah, I like that idea actually. Yeah. I think that could yeah. definitely work. Yeah. I think people would subscribe to that every month for sure. Yeah. Plus I need a break. <laughs> I think that's right. I think it's a great idea. Because <laughs> when, when you were saying like you're going to start a family, I was like, okay, like I'm trying to think like in the sex industry, it's obviously going to be a little bit. I think this is the best idea ever. If you create like yeah. a mini series of like, yeah, you would say like trying to get pregnant, right? Of the journey through and then, yeah, that's yeah, smart idea. I like it. Well, we were going to call it Dating Dallas. Okay, perfect. So be it, be it from his point of view, like what dating the number one escort in the country is That's like. Like, awesome. um, I'm physically exhausted and, you know, yeah. uh, I mean, I don't know. It's it's all tri- trial and error now. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, I am financially secure to take 12 to 24 months off. Mm. So I'm not actually having to work. If... Worst case scenario, I just need to take that time off. Um, like I'm really grateful to be able to do that and, mm. you know, but ladies, save for a rainy day because yeah. <laughs> you may not um, think about it now but like later on when you want to have a family, like you, if you don't have savings, you can't physically stop working unless you have like a day job and like your man's going to support you and you know, yeah. that's 2023. I'm weird about men supporting me. Like I just Oh, really? I'm the same. I'm the same. I always have savings. I've always paid for like everything. Yeah. Do you feel – you said you feel weird about it though. Like what do do you mean by that exactly? Do you just feel like your independence kind of gets taken away when that happens? Yeah. I'm just an independent woman. I've never – I don't don't borrow money. I don't like getting debt. I don't – you know, stable. Um, Some people might pay a bill when it's due. I pay it – 30 seconds that I've received it, it's paid. Like, I just get off on that. Like, you guys remind me yeah. of each other. Yeah, this is like, I'm the same. As you're saying, it's like, this sounds exactly like cat. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Independent it's women, yo. That's, that's it. where it's at. Yeah, it's just how we're programmed, I think. Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. I like it. So, you have, um, you have a new job now, like a. Well, a civvy job, as we would call it. Yeah, how is that? Sex go- work. Job. Yeah. <laughs> how how is that going? Are you enjoying it? Um, is it fun? <laughs> Who was the original person to say civvy job? Like that's what I want to know. Someone started it, and it just stuck. Like that's real fast. Is this your first, because it sounds like you've always worked in the sex industry, right? Like, is this one of your first, like, non-sex industry jobs? Or? I've tried a few things. Okay. Um, I think I have, like, ADHD because I'm up to my Okay, nuts. you two are the same person. All right, go on. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I have like nine qualifications now and I just can't like I think a bit of me is like just planning something as a backup like every two three years I might get a job in some industry just to put on my resume so I don't look like mm. I've got the last 15 years to account for okay. on paper you yeah. know um but yeah it's going good um mm-hmm. yeah it's quite a shock having the normal nine to five kind of minimum wage <laughs> <laughs> yes. minimum wage yeah okay quite how do you literally. go from like I'm, earning I'm a, a yeah, lot I'm, of money per hour to going to earning obviously not as much right like <laughs> sure like if that's me and i went from like earning, i'd be sitting there like i could have earned all this day's salary in like one hour like, yeah, <laughs> yeah all the week salary in one hour <laughs> yeah. i literally worked a month and earned my hourly. No way. That's insane. So and obviously, then like you might have to pay tax on that as well. I'm like, yeah. And then, then there's the the sign in or the clock on, clock off. If you're five minutes late and leave five minutes early every day, that's ten minutes a shift that you don't get paid for. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And then there's annual leave. I can't wrap my head around annual leave. I don't know how I used to operate yeah. on an and like you like yeah. with set amount of days off in the year. I actually physically, my mind physically cannot comprehend the concept of annual leave anymore. Like whenever yeah. I'm talking to like my friends with like civvy jobs and I'm like, oh, let's just go here or let's just do this. Or do you want to come like overseas with me like in this month? And they're like, yo, I have annual leave. And I'm like, honestly, that concept is so wild to me now. Yeah, the flexibility with doing what we do yeah, is so amazing. Because we right? the amount of times that we've just picked up and gone somewhere. <laughs> so Dallas, okay, so obviously it's not for the money, right? Um, you mentioned it's nice to have on your CV. Are you enjoying it? Like, is it part of you doing this because you want something you were an adventurous to like do in your life or w- what's the real kind of drive or motivation? Uh, yeah, like the mental stimulation. Okay. But like I'm on my feet all day. It is torture. Like all I want to do is sleep. I'm so like fatigued lately. Um, it's mentally and physically more stimulating and keeping me highly motivated and entertained during the week. Like it was more boredom when you're constantly sitting at home waiting for clients, waiting for, you know, you're doing hours of admin for free basically. Mm. Um, I have relationships now with people that mean something and they're not just physical. Um, you know, there's something on my resume. It's a professional career that I've accomplished like Mm. without, giving away too much like there's relationships there that i care about you know but i went into that job also knowing that i've already got this experience so i still think escorting and having my own clients and care for people and that desensitization to seeing whatever the fuck i've seen (laughs) into this new role is also still good so okay very nice yeah now, now in my head, I'm like, it's all cryptic, but um, that's, that's amazing. It's yeah, it's it's nice. Do you um, you said you've kind of tried this before. Do you think this is something that you'll keep up sort of longer term, or is this for now, and then you'll kind of see what happens? I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing with me. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah. Do I'm like entry level every occupation under the sun, so I've got okay. a trade. Um, I've got some care roles. I've I've done real estate. Like oh, I. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I feel like I'm, we literally are like so the same. You guys are me up. It's true. Well, I don't up. know whether it's like an ADHD thing or like I'm just genuinely curious about everything. Like, 
a lot of things do help me later on. Like, hmm. um, you know, I studied another language and that will always oh, help me. What language did you study? Italian. Oh, okay. so are you fluent? Uh, no. Oh, okay. But I, still, studied, I-, I studied Italian for two years. I remember nothing. Yeah, same. Was that in school? <laughs> yeah, me yeah, chiamo Marco. That's what <laughs> I remember like one thing. Yeah, I'm the same. I studied yeah. Italian for two years in school as well. No, nothing. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's awesome. And we we uh, recently saw you at the awards. Yeah, actually. it was when we first met. Yes. And well, officially met. How yeah. many awards did you get? Well, yeah, we, we were. <laughs> so we were hosting and literally every single, like, it was like five in a row pretty much. Just like Dallas, Dallas, Yeah, I feel Dallas, like, Dallas. Uh, did you win like 72 awards or something? <laughs> <laughs> It's very impressive. Five. Oh, only five. Only five. That was uh, (laughs) just five. Yeah, and what I liked (laughs) is, if I'm remembering correctly, you brought your partner up on the stage, right? Yeah, I thought that was really sweet. Like, yeah, it was really nice to actually. uh, So, for those that are listening, um, you essentially brought him on stage and said, "Look, you know, partners of people in the section industry are also like super important and supportive, and it's really nice and appreciative." So, yeah, I thought it was kind of fun. Yeah, that was my favorite part of the night. The yeah. shout out to the yeah, boyfriends of sex workers. I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> boyfriends, let's go. I'm getting so much feedback and credit from that one moment, and it was best touring escort, but it was also the last category. And there was part of it that's like, I just can't talk anymore. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you up. said everything good that you needed yeah. to say. Because I know for the first award, um, I th- that was like, I think it was the first one as well. And you gave a little speech, but then when you kept coming up, it was like, what do I keep saying now? Why do I keep coming <laughs> My up? 73rd award. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to just tell everyone, for everyone listening that maybe isn't quite familiar with you or like the recent awards, like, do you want to just explain what awards you did win? Because I can't remember all five. Alpha. <laughs> uh, Female Industry Leader Director's Choice. I won Best Female Porn Star, Best Female Escort, Best Touring Escort, and Best PSE Provider. And this is at the Australian Adult Industry Awards as well for everybody listening. That was, like, amazing. Like, I just never, ever, ever expected to win all five categories that I was nominated for. It did blow my my mind a little bit. Look, Look, I know how hard I voted, how hard I hustled. And that was obviously the goal, but my goal was more like maybe two or three or four, mm. not five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And big awards uh, as well, right? Yeah, like they're, yeah, they're like quite impressive. quite yeah. main awards. Yeah. Um, so yeah. very, very job well done. Yeah, well done. Well, for me, Porn Star of the Year was the one that I really wanted to win as an Australian-only-based porn performer. So normally performers gain success by travelling to the US, shooting for browsers or shooting for, you know, However, I wanted to win like a homegrown Aussie girl based for my work only that I had conducted in Australia. Yeah. Yep. Had you won that award before or would, was that your first year? Um, 2016. So my first year in porn, I got Best New Porn Actress and Best Australian Porn Star. And, yeah, there's a big damn what – there's a big gap. <laughs> mm. But we had COVID, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so being- yes, I have. <laughs> So being that leader that you are, what advice, because there's a lot of new people in the industry, obviously, like during COVID, I feel like there's a huge amount. Obviously, everyone knows like OnlyFans, right? What advice would you give to people, not only coming in OnlyFans, but maybe girls that do want to get um, more into porn or just in the sex industry itself, whether it's escorting or stripping or whatever it might be? Like, do you have any advice for girls that are coming up new in the industry at the moment? Um, just consider life 
after porn. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you may not want certain things now, but you may change your mind later on. Um, everything is there for life. Like, I think the OnlyFans fad will kind of, it's temporary. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Shit's changed so much in a decade. Like, this is all we know now, but I know what it was like before. So you can't put all your eggs into one basket anyway. So essentially you're worried about girls are like, oh, just try it on OnlyFans. We'll see what happens. But now they've got their content out there forever and it might affect like either future employment or, you know, potentially from relationships. Well, I guess because girls um, are starting on OnlyFans like pretty much straight out of school these yeah, days. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> Whereas, yeah, that's might And then they yeah, might true. not be liking that when they get into like their 20s, I guess. Yeah. There's been so much on TV and Instagram and TikTok and whatever. Um, SBS the other night had a program interviewing pretty much all the content creators. One girl, one of the username 53241, whatever, was actually her stepfather. Gross. Mm. Um, You know, you've got to consider that. Um, Another woman in Perth, I think, she's been saying how she tried to leave OnlyFans and go on to a normal job and she can't even get accepted to a minimum wage job entry level career now. Like she's just got nothing. So just you've got to kind of play Yeah, people don't realise how permanent this can be, especially if you face out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I also think like – I, I really hope it changes in the future. Like I, I, I really don't like this idea how employers care so much about your personal life, especially like level entry jobs, right? Like I can understand if you are like a spokesperson or you're, you know, you're playing for like a national like sport team or something. But if you're in an entry level job, like why do they really care what's happening in your personal life? Especially if Whether you're not even like dealing with clients. Or like, yeah, you're, if you're just you're doing admin. Fan. Exactly, right? Like that really frustrates me. Hopefully that changes in the future. But for now, it sounds like it's impacting people. So if you are, I guess, getting into OnlyFans, be very careful, right? Uh, basically what they said the other night was that employers were more accustomed to fire the woman producing the adult content <laughs> rather than the male in the workplace that was likely to sexually harass that woman due to the adult content that she had put out. Yeah, it sounds so about right. The inclined to fire the woman or the producer of, you know, the cause mm. than the actual perpetrator. So that's like fucked. Yeah. yeah, and hopefully that slowly changes too. I know there's a documentary. I haven't seen it, but I've heard people talk about it where it's called Life After Porn and essentially speaks to that point that women apparently found it very hard to find employment and men were like not an issue at all. So again, hopefully, hopefully all of this starts to change um, in the future and people kind of like push back against it a little bit. But yeah, it just goes again to your point. Um, I guess if you're going to make this decision, like think about it. And especially if it comes to something like, you know, escorting is somewhat kept private, but something especially like OnlyFans where you're putting out content, it's there forever. So yeah, it's a good point to keep in mind. And you don't know who's watching either. Yeah, Yeah. true. Sure. <laughs> so I just have to ask, um, with uh, Sexpo coming up, you like hosted, I think, Sexpo last year. Was it? Will you be at Sexpo again this year? I didn't. I just um, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, you I, did. You were walking around with like a little microphone thingy, weren't you? That's the same as the Adult Industry Awards. Like I just get around with my videographer, and we just do like content that's not pornographic. Like we're doing the oh. Adult. So we're doing like the exciting stuff of the industry that's not just porn. So ah, oh, cool. I love that. So what type of content did you do there? Were you like <laughs> interviews and though. stuff or 
Uh, sorry? Yeah, sorry. What type of content were you doing then? Was it was you doing like interviews uh, with people and stuff or just walking around and chatting? Uh, yeah, just walking around to the different stalls and, you oh, know, cool. what they have to offer and just the fact that I was there and kind of. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Size. Will you be there again this year? Different. Like, what are you going to do? Stand in there in a three by three and just kind of, yeah. hey guys, going like oh, it's boring. Yeah. Will um, people be able to see you there this year? Um, I hope so. So I really, again, just want to do something different. Um, so I will speak to them and see kind of what's um, possible and allowed. Ah, oh, um, Sexpo lost. Uh, Sexpo changed their name. They're actually oh yeah, Love X actually. Oh, yeah. they changed. Yeah, they changed their name. They've that. rebranded now so for X. a similar reason, which I was telling you about. They don't want sex in the name. Ah, it's really difficult. Okay, yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. All right. So Love X. Yeah, it's Love X now. Love X. Interesting. I, I I don't agree with it. Like I don't love my clients. I. Have sex. <laughs> sex my clients yeah, yeah well <laughs> so when i was talking to them because i was on um one of the zoom calls with them when they were like talking about this and it was it, it is like things because things like tiktok and stuff yeah you can't have the use. word sex and like uh, a lot of marketing and things yeah. like okay yeah so it was they didn't they didn't do it because like they they wanted to it was more like things the yeah, things like tiktok and like yeah google and just like other mainstream ads yeah. like you can't like really have that there so it was limiting their like marketing yeah we're running to the same problem yeah we're, yeah like so i've been <laughs> kind of mark it's like harvey TikTok yeah, and we're, stuff, so, yeah. We're, we're yeah we just have a civil it's issue. gonna be called love x with cat and mark yeah so we're, we're thinking of changing our name too soon so yeah yeah, I'll, I'll see what I can produce from that. I have a certain thing in mind that I want to promote and that I want to do mm-hmm. with it. But if it's not possible, like there's kind of no point. Okay. So if it's like D-rated stuff, then I might like, just don't worry about it. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we'll stay tuned. Right. Yes, stay tuned. All right, one question I like to ask people in the industry is mm-hmm. what is one of your like best stories you've had with the clients or craziest stories or worst stories? Just like obviously you've been in the industry for what, what did you say now like 15 yeah years, was it? yeah oh wow it's so fine. do you have uh do you have any interesting stories from us from your uh clients good bad or ugly uh hit me whichever whichever you yeah dealer's <laughs> choice <laughs> exactly um as far as escorting like a bad experience i had one guy oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, now I'm looking forward to this one. We, we, yeah, we love the story. We were just, we were just talking about backlicking off air. Uh, oh, we were, we were talking ago, about so. some of my bad uh, stories off air. <laughs> yeah, so what, what happened? Okay. <clears throat> anyway, oh um, this guy came from the races. I'm okay. not sure what kind of races, but he'd been drinking rum since like 8 a.m. Uh, good choice, like rum. Yep. Just plastered. Um, <laughs> he attended the appointment and he got a little relaxed and like he's standing and I was kneeling, you know, just praying before the before the scene or is it <laughs> <laughs> oral is kind of like a final get him to finish vibe. Yep. <laughs> and he just kind of relaxed and you know. I felt something in my mouth. He's like, I'm going to come. I'm like, yep, cool. Okay. And it just kept coming. <gasps> no. And it was kind of the wrong consistency. No. Like, I like pulled away and realized he was actually pissing. Him no. Oh, that's a, that's a good story. <gasps> what? <laughs> what did you, how do you, re- what, how do you react to that? 
What do you even say? Uh, <laughs> I think it was a bit like... Like, just what in, the fuck? in your mouth, like... <laughs> I feel like the fact that it's in the mouth is worse. Like, if I'm confused. Was this? Was this? Hang on. Okay. Was this guy? Was this guy like got a fetish and he's like, I'll just do it, or was he just drunk and had no idea what was going on? Like, I'm so confused. I would like to think that it was the alcohol and it was accidental because if someone did that on purpose, like, I'm pissed. Yeah. Well. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Pissed for sure. Um, Because I. Oh, dude. That what is- did you even what, – what happened next? <laughs> like, know, I'm curious. Uh, like, <laughs> you've got piss in me. your mouth <laughs> and oh then what God. happened? <laughs> well, not this time, but uh, – <laughs> <laughs> I feel um, like, excuse me, there's an extra rate for that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was basically just, I'm so sorry, Dallas. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he, like, oh, as he closed it, fucking run out of it. Oh, okay, good. Oh, okay. That, that's actually – that's that's good. Right, I that's would- a better reaction as opposed yeah. to being like, fuck, that was hot. <laughs> did you enjoy Enjoy that, like, or like, if he just stays there and he's like, oh, "Okay, so can I actually just come now? So can you finish me off?" <laughs> oh my god! All right. Oh, that's that. Oh my god! All right, well, let's let's balance it out. What's 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 the nice thing? Yeah, what's a good story? Maybe? What's like a nice, uh, a um, nice quiet story? But obviously, earlier I mentioned about the adenomyosis, whatever yeah. it's called. Um, so that gives you severe abdominal pain. Mm-hmm. basically and really painful sex so my job can be really fucking difficult yeah, for sure. <laughs> um but yeah i had um a client book me for a few hours vrp so a they've already booked the mm. most expensive vrp treatment i'm like tick you know mm. um at the soft towel or some really bougie like nice. beautiful five-star hotel tick um yeah the abdominal pain started kind of towards the end of our booking um, and I had to actually stop the booking. (laughs) Mm. Um, So I was like profusely apologising to this guy like, I'm so sorry, like, you know, I couldn't quite finish or finish him. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Um, And he was just like, you know, don't be silly. It's quite obvious that you're in quite an amount of pain. Like I was just curdled over on my side holding my stomach. not only did he kind of like he didn't request any kind of credit or refund whatsoever for the last 30 minutes of a two hour or something booking um but he actually rebooked me for my next tour in his hometown and paid in full up front like he just treated me like an absolute human being and a woman and just you know just so nice yeah yeah it's really sweet it's a yeah. lot better than getting peed in the mouth. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bad and the, and the ugly. Yeah. I'll tell you about the text message I received the other day. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah no, it's that's, that's, that's really sweet. I guess it's – I can't speak from experience, but you guys, like, it must be really nice when you come in and, as you were saying before, the client isn't there just, like, get himself off, but he is just saying, like, sees you as a person. It's – like this time that you're spending together, even though that is a transaction, essentially, it doesn't feel that way. So it's kind of nice. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Oh, that was a really nice, like, I didn't forget it anyway. Yeah, so. perfect. So what's the future plans for Dallas? Um, obviously, we know you're trying to have a baby, um, maybe going to start the OnlyFans. Is there anything else, like even, you know, 5, 10, 20 years, like is there anything else that you are thinking about long-term doing? I- that far yeah <laughs> um as a whole it's just grow my business like continue to do what i always have like 
been around a lot longer than most. So, you know, I'll just continue to smash it or kill it or whatever. Um, I tend to not want to do what everyone else is doing. I want to do, like, I want to be a bit different. So depends what everyone else is doing. Um, I need to manage family and work life. Um, there's like life in the spotlight, then there's life that is my private stuff. Um, have a baby. Like I want to give my kids the best possible upbringing. Obviously I need to conceive first Mm. (laughs) and then go from there. But um, my goal at the moment is just balance home and work life. Um, but yeah, you, you want to bet that I'm going for them same awards next year. Let's go. All right. Well, hopefully we'll see you off on the stage again for sure. I don't know. It depends if I can shoot content, if I can do porn, if I can do escorting. You know, if I'm, like, pregnant, maybe I won't go for the awards because maybe best MILF. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't see me ever going for best MILF. It's not two things that I ever want to, I don't know, just Fair. not my vibe. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm not, not about, about mummy vibes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what are you coming up? Do you have any uh, tours, uh, events? Where can people find you? What's what's happening? Um, I mainly tour, like I'm based in Melbourne, but I mainly tour like Sydney, Perth, Adelaide, mm-hmm. um, and Canberra, Newcastle, Wollongong, Gold Coast, uh, you name it. Um, Everywhere. I, I have considered a New Zealand tour lately. Okay. All right. But I'm not sure how much flights and traveling that would be mm. in comparison to actual work time because you've got Auckland you've got Christchurch you've got you know there's so Wellington like there's so many little mm. areas that you want to go and if I limit my tours to like one to two to three days yeah it's tough I quite do that and I don't yeah. want to be back and forth yeah uh, New Zealand is technically overseas so yeah yeah uh, I don't know like a lot of effort for the same amount of money that I can make. <laughs> Fair, true. Yeah, makes sense. But yeah, find me on Scarlet Blue, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I don't have TikTok. Um, yeah, we only have a, I don't have a personal TikTok, just the podcast one. But I, yeah. yeah, I'm not a fan of TikTok. I'm, I don't understand it. I'm not about it. <laughs> I, I don't know how. All right, so we'll put uh, we'll put some of the links down in the comments below in the description. So if people want to get in contact with you, they can. Um, otherwise, thanks so much for joining us. Good luck in the future and starting a family and everything that you got going on. And hopefully, we'll <laughs> yeah, see hopefully we'll have you on year. next year, and yeah. maybe everything will be yeah, yeah we'll a lot, lot more happening. things to With, talk yeah, about. Exactly, a bit of a bump. We'll see what yeah. happens. Yeah, my tits can't get bigger, surely. <laughs> 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 oh, oh you know it. what they they might <laughs> yeah, they probably will they probably will all right Please. thank you so much thank you guys all right cheers <laughs>